Being an expert sucks. As a teacher of spiritual intelligence and emotional health, I get cornered into being the guy who has all the answers. I'd like to take this opportunity to make a confession. I don't. What I do have are convictions. I have theories. I have questions. I find myself looking around and I'm like, we can't stay here. Stop setting up your tent. We can't stay here. Through my journey, it's become evident that being a participant is no longer enough. It's time to become reformers. These are my confessions. To get deeper in this conversation, visit MikeMayashiro.com. All right. Well, welcome, everyone, to this what to today's episode. I'm your host, Mike Myashiro, and this is Confessions of a Reformer. Um, I've got a special guest on today, and we're going to have an interview today. But before we jump into that, I wanted to share a couple of fun stories with you guys. I went to the Bay Area a couple weeks ago with some of my team. I went and spoke at a ministry school down there and then preached at a couple of churches. And we were staying at a host home of some friends of mine, Chuck and Linda McCallum. Hey, Chuck and Linda. And they have a giant poodle, like a black poodle. And one night we were all hanging out and um, a woman from my team named Emmy was playing with the poodle. Like she came and hugged him. She was sitting on the floor, hugged the poodle. He like pulled his head away from her to kind of analyze her, like look at her. And then he belched in her face. (laughs) And we were not expecting that to happen. The owners were like shocked. We all buckled over laughing so hard because it was unbelievable. It was too comedic to be real, except for we witnessed it with our own eyes. It was hilarious. So that happened. Um, I also went down to the Bay Area again the following weekend with my roommate. And we were just there to just take a couple days off and hang out. And he wanted to rent a Miata for like a long time. So we did it on that trip and we drove to the coast and we're, it was a convertible. So we're driving along the, I forget, the, oh, there's a name like Panoramic Highway or something. And the sun was setting and the wind was blowing and we're blasting music. And it was just, it was surreal. You're like, this is incredible. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I mean, I think he probably had more fun than me because he really liked driving that car but it was also just a really cool experience to get to share and be there and, and like you know see all that and i found a cool acoustic version of roar by katie perry <laughs> that someone else did that we play that's not important we're kind of digressing anyway that was fun just wanted to share that with you guys um also we launched spirits in the theater season three on youtube so an episode came out this last week on titanic um, unfortunately we only caught the audio of it for some reason the video footage got corrupted and we couldn't display that so it's just audio but it's a great episode i just listened to it this morning and i really like it so if you haven't checked out my spirits and theater um series on youtube you want to go check it out there's a new episode out all right so i don't know i think you guys probably have to know this by now because of how many times i've promoted it but over here at numa we've got um a coaching subscription called living your legend and it's about people coming alive to the things that God has called them to and the things that he's purposed in them and for them to wake up to those things, recognize them, acknowledge them and learn to walk in that stuff and to obey the Lord there repent for ways that they've denied what he's been doing this whole time. And like actually agreeing with what that looks like. And it's beautiful and profound. And obviously it can get really messy and people get to like face themselves and the things they've believed that are not true. And they get to meet the Lord in that space. And all the while they've got a coach, personally trained by me, which I'm going to put that stamp on there to help walk them through this process and specifically identify and discern spiritual influences that are not coming from the Lord or that are the Lord to help inform how they move forward and what they want to do with all that. So that being said, we've got a special episode today 
we have a bunch of people who are in this subscription who work with our coaches and um, there's someone in this space. We wanted to share from someone walking this out what the experience is like being in this subscription and what that journey has been like. So we've got a special guest on today. Her name is Jesse. Jesse, I'm nervous. I don't know how to say your last name. Can you say it for me? Robinson. Oh. Oh, she... you're looking at my maiden name. Is yeah. She... Okay. See that? Yeah. Your name has been an enigma to me since I've <laughs> seen it. <laughs> okay so you just go by jesse robinson yeah nice all right it's because it's on facebook right that's why he's yeah on. that's probably yeah. yeah yeah um anyway so you guys jesse has been with living your legend for how long jesse um i think we started in august okay so just like a few months yeah um and so she's had an experience going through this and we wanted her to be able to share some of her journey and what that's been like on her end so first of all jesse do you want to say hi to everybody and introduce yourself and just kind of give them like a two-minute commercial who are you what do you do in your life What's <laughs> two commercial. um how about i'll give you the commercial of who i was before we started coaching okay great um i'm jesse robinson um i'm a wife and a mom of two adorable and mean little kids and <laughs> that's where i came into coaching like okay that's what i'm doing now but like what else <laughs> What else is there? Yeah. You know, who am I? Like beneath all that stuff, what's what's next? Mm. How do I get there? So. Mm. Nice. How old are your kids? They're two and four. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> My niece is almost two, and man, she's a character right now. Yeah. What she's just the little phases she's going through and dramatic mm -hmm. changes. Yeah, it's crazy. So you're on round two of that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Jesse, I have some questions I want to ask you and for you just to get to share your story and your experience with everyone. And you guys, again, I'm gonna throw the disclaimer out. I'm giving Jesse permission to say whatever she wants to say. I'm not interested in like censoring what she's saying or trying to get her to say anything in particular. Um, she may share things I agree with or don't agree with. And either way, I'm fine with that. And I want us all to just get to responsibly work through it. If we get offended, if we're inspired, that's up to us. And we get to work that out with the Lord. So Jesse, you have full permission to share your experience and bear witness to what you've been experiencing on all this. So first of all, to kick us off, why did you choose to get jump on board with living your legend? What was the thought process there and what made you decide to pull the trigger? Um, so that's Carly and I talked about this. It's interesting because I, the way that I found your podcast, I've been listening to your podcast for a long time, maybe like, I don't know, since it started. <laughs> and uh, I found that through like a person I knew from a church I went to that now goes to Bethel, just like crazy little cool connection. Yeah. But um, she, so I was listening to the podcast and every week, and, and when there wasn't an episode, I was so sad. But oh. every week <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much um, like truth and, and real stuff in this that is like not stuff that we talk about in church or like that people even think like the Lord is in that stuff or mm. Um, you know, just like different things that I would think about and think like, oh, that doesn't matter to the Lord. What, like, that's just abstract, whatever, something. So anyways, I've been listening to that for a long time. And then um, I was just like, uh, in August, I was in this place, like, I don't know, maybe like, you know, pandemic stuff just like kind of amplifies everything that's going on in your inner life. And I was like, oh, I hate this place that I'm in. <laughs> like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I want to go. Like, but I don't want to stay in this spot. And I read, um, the you guys had started maybe two weeks before the living your legend thing and i saw the advertisement come up and whatever the description was for it i read it and it was like it read me i was like oh i have, mm. I have to do that not like out of obligation but like i want that mm. <laughs> I want do you remember that. like what what it said that you like were resonating with uh, 
I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't remember what the words were. If you have the description, I don't know. You might have different ones in different places. But... Was it on the website or my Instagram yeah, or what? Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to find that. It's okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. So you read that and you're like, oh man, I've got to do this. I'm compelled. Yeah. Like, right. like I don't, I think there's more in me than I, that I know. And there's like mm. stuff coming that I need to know who I am for that stuff. Mm. Nice. Well, let me, let's try this and see if this is what you, Never mind. I just closed it. That's <laughs> fine. Okay. So, um, question number two, oh, God. um, question number two, what has been the most impactful thing about being part of this group? It's like, is it the one-on-one coaching? Is it the Facebook group, the mini course you take? What's been the most impactful? And then why? Um, well, I think this is what I said in the email, but I, I don't think you can take any of it out. I think it all works together. Like the content, the videos that you do um, are super important because they might be things that you've heard it and you should know it or believe it, but maybe you don't. Um, <laughs> even if you've been in church since you were born, (laughs) Uh, you know, and just kind of like the real life application of, of what that truth means. Um, So that's like kind of foundational. And then the group is awesome because it's, it's cool to not, to know that you're not going through all this stuff alone and like the conversations that can happen in there. And even Mm -hmm. like friendships that happen because you start like talking to people outside of the group or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think my favorite part I don't want to say favorite, but I think the most impactful for me has been the one-on-one coaching Mm -hmm. because you can, you can kind of, you can take all that stuff for yourself and, and like try to work through it by yourself, but it's not always, it doesn't always work that way. (laughs) I, especially personally, I need somebody to pull stuff out of me. So do I. I need need questions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm so glad this podcast is just you asking me questions because if you asked me to just come up here and talk, I wouldn't know where to, where to start, what to say. (laughs) Yeah, people ask you questions, you can do this all day. Totally. Right. Yeah. All day. Okay. And so why so you're saying the coach the one-on-one coaching piece is probably the most impactful because the it's because personal. your Carly is your coach because she's responding to specifically what you're walking through. Yeah. She's asking you questions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can you, anything else about your coaching that you know kind of can share with the audience like why that part is so impactful for you? Well, I think um, and I, I don't know, other people probably would agree, but I think I've had this idea and I don't know how it got there that you just, you just process things with the Lord, just pray about it. It'll be fine. Like you'll figure it out, Mm. but sometimes you don't. And, Mm. um, a lot of, and not just the coaching, but, um, Carly has been encouraging me through this process, like share with other people, share with friends. It's okay. If it's messy, if they don't have answers, if they don't understand, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like the stuff that's coming up is real, like process it, (laughs) whatever that takes, just do it. And, um, so to, but to have her like someone focused, that's like, Hey, this hour is just for you. This hour is like, what's going on with you. Let's talk about it. Let's work Mm. through it. Let's walk through it and kind of gain some clarity. There's always clarity out of those calls. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Totally. Yesterday yesterday I was having a day and I was like, I want to come to these calls, like happy and ready to share cool (laughs) stuff with you, but I'm having a a really crappy day. (laughs) She's like, you have permission to do this. like that's okay wow. like, i'm glad we had a call today because before my call i was like i can't do a podcast tomorrow i can't do it <laughs> oh, nice. well i'm glad that session happened then that's <laughs> right by the end of the hour i'm like oh i'm so i'm still so much lighter <laughs> oh that's awesome i love that and i can tell you from experience carly 
has definitely put in mileage to what she's mm-hmm. telling you. Yeah. And has experienced, I mean, Carly interned for me, I think three years ago now. You should and have her on one, one week. I should. I don't know why I haven't had her on yet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Three years ago, Carly jumped on my team and she was such a different person back then than who she is yeah. now. And that's such a testimony to the work that she's done and the yeah. intentionality and the resilience that she's brought to her own process and the willingness she's given to the Lord to be transformed. And so, you know, what I love about what the coaches on my team are bringing to this space is they've had to put their money where their mouth is and actually walk this stuff out themselves. And so it gives them authority and experience and tools to not just like regurgitate stuff they've learned from me and in this environment, but also stuff they've learned in their own walks with the Lord. So I love that there's like an impartation and, you know, like maybe on some level, a bit of a mentorship piece to it. Although obviously it's more of a coaching capacity, but it's coming from a real place. I love that. So I, I love that you're getting to share that and that there's fruit from it. That's super inspiring for me. Yeah, Having a moment. Really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. Who would you recommend this subscription service for? Like who should be jumping on board with something like this? Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's anybody it couldn't be helpful for <laughs> okay. but, um, specifically. Like I know personally, like when I, when I decided like, okay, I think I'm going to do this. I realized that I'd been operating in this mindset until this point that like, oh, it's, it's not really necessary to do internal work. It's not, um, it's kind of selfish probably for me to spend this money on myself and put this time in. That's what I was thinking. And, and I was like, no, I don't think any of that's true. I'm going to do it and see what happens. So like, if you, um, if you feel like that, you probably mm. need to do something like this. <laughs> mm. Well, so what made you get past the decision in your mind? It's selfish to spend this money on me. Oh, because I was so unhappy where I was. Like I couldn't stay there. Mm. So. so like the pain level or like discomfort in your life was greater than the guilt you might experience of making an investment like this. And you just push yeah, past it. Carly pointed out, she said on our call yesterday, she was like, I've seen this in a lot of um, things that we talk about. Like you're a person that like you think you're indecisive, but actually you're not. You have to jump. So it was, it was a jump. Wow. I'm going to just do it and see what happens. Nice. Okay. So it sounds like you're saying the people you think that living your legend would be best for are the ones who maybe have been avoiding investing in themselves, processing through what they're experiencing and giving their process the space. If you don't think there's anything they're worth learning about, then you're obviously not living your legend. Right. Totally. So it's like a, you're paying tribute to and honoring the story that you're living out and the process you're experiencing and yeah. wanting to like give it the credence it deserves. Right. That okay. you're valuable. Like there's stuff in there oh. that you should know and love. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say that again. Cause I don't know if I interrupted cause you're valuable and there's someone there that you should know and love. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Let's cry. <laughs> that's so true. It's so important. I love that. I mean, that's totally, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little biased over here, but that's the whole reason behind why we started this was yeah. wanting to pay tribute to the value and the worth that people possess and that they are worth knowing and advocating for and like saying yes to, you know, so I love that that's coming out of your mouth. That's like, yeah. Hey, there's a connection here, you know, like, and like, as a side note, I mean, obviously my experience is all going to sound like someone who grew up in church their whole life, but I mean, that's obvious. This is true for if you didn't, but um, especially, I don't know, I don't know how this got there or when I accepted this, but sometimes I think when you grow up in church, you're like, okay, yeah, Jesus did the thing. It's cool. It's all great. And he loves me. But then you kind of forget about like 
oh, he did that for you. Like you're important. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think some somewhere along the way, I forgot that like I was. It's okay for me to have a personality. Like I'm not just a slave to the <laughs> Lord's will. <laughs> Like I have wow. desires that he actually put there. Like my desires aren't bad or separate from him. Wow. Like, it's yeah. It's all of that is in there. It's wow. Great. It's so good. That's so true. <laughs> and so important. Cause yeah, we're both like, you, you notice like Ruby and I are having similar reactions to stuff you're saying when you said yeah. like, oh, I don't think I'm worth investing that money. And we are both our mouths drop. <laughs> and then when you said that you were valuable and worth loving, we're both nodding at this. <laughs> yeah, but, well, and it sounds so ridiculous to say it out loud now, but like, those are the real thoughts that were happening right. yeah yeah and i love that you can pinpoint and, and communicate represent that because that's i think there are a lot of people who actually believe those things and when you say it out loud we're like that's crazy what but yeah. i think there are so many of us running around with that belief just parading around in our minds continuing to keep us small and stuck and yeah um yeah anyway it's it's beautiful i love it it's so good okay so next question was how is your life better by being part of this group well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to unload the answer. <laughs> um, how is my life? Okay, so I'll give you an example that happened this morning. So I, um, when I when I started coaching, my first coaching call with Carly, I was so nervous, and I remember I was like out. I was driving for DoorDash and I was like, Oh, it's time for my call. I gotta, I have to drive somewhere that makes me feel peaceful because I feel so nervous. So I went, I drove like next to my house and parked where I could see the river. And it was like a beautiful sunny day. And I was like, what, this isn't working. I'm still nervous. Right. <laughs> and just like anxious. And, and it wasn't just about the call. That's just the place I was in, in my life. Like my internal life was like, so just gross. I don't know, hairy, like mm. balled up and knotted up. And I didn't know how to, you know, whatever. So, um, <laughs> this morning I was like, Oh, it's kind of like cloudy and it was raining a lot last night. And I was like, I'm going to go look and see like how high the river is. So I drove back to that spot and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like when I started coaching, I was here trying to find peace from the outside. And today it's really ugly outside, but I have all this peace inside. Wow. <laughs> like what? it's beautiful, even though it's cloudy and like flooding. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah, I got emotional. I was like, I think I'm going to sit here and cry. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Not to say that, like, the whole journey's been sunshine and rainbows and every day is wonderful. Obviously, yesterday was crappy. But that's the overall, you know. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm curious, as far as you're aware of and can, like, take note, along the way in the last few months that you've been doing this, what have been some things that clicked or changed or were impactful that have caused your, the peace that you're experiencing to be coming from the inside? Like what happened? How did that, how did that happen? Oh, well, it's not done, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, a major part of that was um, like a false sense of responsibility, which you touched on in your very first video session right like it's not our responsibility to figure it all out to make our life be what it's supposed to be um like that that false responsibility was really heavy on me um and also like um noticing like living out of a place of performance and um trying to do things to to be acceptable to to god to people whatever like just trying to do perform to be accepted I've noticed has been a thing that I'm like noticing and disagreeing with now um 
yeah, that's the gist of it. Mm. Ask more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us? I mean, I'm all about the specifics. I think that that's really helpful for people and it's compelling to get to connect sure. to the details. Can you give us some specifics or details of some of those moments along the way where you were like, oh, I'm, I don't agree with the Lord in this area and I'm, I want to. And then, you know, you chose to move toward him in that way, how, however practical or, you know, profound that might have yeah. been. So one of the, the very first homework that Carly gave me was, hey, when you're feeling anxious or when you're feeling something and you don't even maybe know what it is just confess it like talk to somebody open up bring somebody else in so that you aren't feeling like this is all internal I'm crazy like (laughs) (laughs) no one's gonna understand this Uh, why would I talk about it with someone else if I don't even understand it they'll never understand it whatever so Mm. um one of the first major things was that and I just like I was having this day I was just feeling anxious and I didn't know why so I just told my husband hey this is how I'm feeling I I don't really believe that the Lord's going to take care of this thing. I don't really, I don't think I actually believe that um, he's leading me in this thing. And he was just like, Hey, like, but he is (laughs) so simple, you know, I think it was just like in the act of, of letting someone else in and like bringing it out, out to the surface and not just trying to keep it in here and figure it out. It was like something happened, something shifted, things started moving. And so that's, Obviously, I'm continuing to do that. Yeah. 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 I love that. So I want to take a moment to pit stop there for a second, just to give context um, for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So Carly learned that, um, that we call that over here in Numa, we call that the dynamic of light. Ephesians 5.13 says, anything exposed by the light becomes visible and anything that's visible is light, which Mm -hmm. when I came across that verse years ago, I was like, what does this mean? (laughs) This, yeah. Paul's just like throwing that out there as he's addressing the Ephesians and you're like, what, you know, like that doesn't initially it doesn't make sense. And you like, you know, this guy's saying something that's unlocking stuff. There's revelation here that is powerful. Anyway, it took a while for me to click on that, but um, the, the new Testament talks about the light mm-hmm. a lot. Like, you know, we're supposed to be in the light as he's in the light and we walk in the light and we're, we are the light and also like that talk, there's that talk a lot and it can get metaphoric, you know, which would be inappropriate because it's not just a concept. It's actual reality dynamic that we're meant to participate in. So when Carly is saying, when you have this negative experience, this emotion, you don't know what to do with it. You don't understand simply by faith and obedience, expose that to I'm putting in air quotes, the light, which entails someone else, right? It's not like a location. <laughs> it's not a, you know, it's not a state of being it's, mm-hmm letting some other son or daughter of the king bear witness to your experience, giving them access to judging. I don't know if judging is the right word here, but I mean, cause that might happen, but giving them access to what's coming out of you and giving like letting that thing touch the air, if you will, but it doesn't work by yourself. When two or three are gathered in his name, he is there in their, in the midst, right? Or if two or three agree on anything, you know, it, we see this like dynamic where when people are together there's, and there's a correlation to the light in that space. So Carly is utilizing a tool that we implement all the time over here where you're not supposed to be living an isolated experience. We are communal beings. Yeah. We're not a, a, a single thread running around living a life. We are being thread together with other threads, forming a shirt and we no longer 
when we step into the kingdom, we're no longer a thread. We become a shirt. And you know, we're part of something bigger. We're part of something bigger than us. And we are affected by the other threads that make up the shirt that we are. You know what I mean? Like it changes our identity. And in the West, we have a very individualistic approach to what life even is and how we're meant to navigate it. But yeah, anyway, in school, work. <laughs> right. Totally. It's a lot of work and there's a lot of pressure. There's also like the, you know, religion aspect of it where religion is like, maybe you just need to clean out your prayer closet and jump in there more often. But it's like, yeah, yeah, you do that, but you have to do the other stuff too. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. And we don't want to throw that away or like replace no, no. that by any means, but we definitely don't want to neglect the gathering of the saints, the fellowship, yeah. right? The, con- the communion, the connection, the intimacy, the vulnerability, the honesty, the truth telling, like that's a very practical necessary component to living a full life like this abundant life jesus paid for it entails us having relationships with other people and then getting access to our experience without our judgment right so we don't insulate ourselves and like curate what people get to know about us we just give them the the shiny polished positive stuff if we don't show them the full spectrum of what we're experiencing we're actually not living in the light we're living in the virtual reality we created based on what we thought was good we're putting ourselves in the seat of master of our lives and that's not appropriate anyway so i love that that's you know being implemented obviously and you're getting to like receive the benefit because it's crazy when you bring that stuff out how quickly that stuff can change like how that stuff just breaks off right like have you experienced anything like that in your process where you're exposing it and then all of a sudden the experience is different and not because of the work you did, but because of the submission to the light were you aware of any of that in your process Jesse? yeah i think that you're you're like hitting the nail on the head it's not necessarily like it wasn't and I can't think of I don't have like another specific example about that but it's more in like you choosing not to control it and it's more like the power is in you making the decision that it's I don't have the answer I'm just going to submit this you know whatever bring it out and like you know there it wasn't that my husband had some profound thing to tell me that fixed all my problems (laughs) it was just like it's just gone now because I let it go yeah Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think I love it. I totally agree with what you're saying. I think the opposite of the control thing is trust, right? Yeah. We're getting to move in trust. Novel idea, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And I think okay. like uh, in, you know, especially growing up in a church world, it's like you are told, oh, trust the Lord, like with your big decisions, but he's maybe probably not listening to your everyday problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, trust is, um, I'm learning. <laughs> it's it's in the little things too totally totally oh that's beautiful i love that um okay my next question is i want to know juicy details Mm -hmm. (laughs) any challenging aspects to this process that you know have been uncomfortable difficult maybe you haven't even resolved it yet be like oh i run into this or this was like um, as far as like if people are listening to this and thinking like well maybe i want to be part of this anything like challenging or difficult you've had to face you're like hey you should probably know about this too you know like I know we've got like a really fun, positive spin and all this, and this is all true, but also I'm wondering how about the, the work side of this, the sweat side, you know, where maybe there's some blood that gets drawn, like anything yeah. from that side. <laughs> sure. Because I think I would prefer if it was like, Hey, here's your content. And now like, here's some discussion questions and please bring the answers back, <laughs> like something structured, but it's like not. <laughs> so you really get to just like wait for the Lord to bring these things up and I'm doing bi-weekly coaching calls. So it feels like an eternity sometimes two weeks. <laughs> I need to talk to Carly. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's like, 
you want things to be resolved. I'm like, bring it up now. Let's deal with it now. Hey, I totally. have a free hour. Let's talk about this thing. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not today. Yeah. That's so you were saying like the challenge there is like having to be patient and having to trust in the process that things are going to come when they come versus you trying to force the issue. Is that what you're saying? Yes. yes. Okay. Instead of me trying to say like, I'm going to sit down and do my homework. <laughs> the Lord's like, no, please go live your life and we'll, we'll walk through it together. Wow. Yeah. yeah, totally. I love it. Okay. So another question I have, I'm curious, anything that you've learned about Jesse in this process that you didn't know before you started? <laughs> Just one thing. <laughs> or you have multiple things. Yeah. How, whatever. Any of the things you've learned. I'd love to hear about um, anything. So I think when I, like coming into this process, I was, I thought I was afraid of a lot of stuff and I thought that it was probably safer to just not risk things, not take risks and, um, you know, jump off the cliffs. But what I have learned is that <laughs> that was a smoke screen because that's never who I was. <laughs> and, um, I actually, I have to risk stuff. Like that's part of who I am. I have to jump and see what's there. Like mm. I, it's more painful. I mean, just like when we were saying, when I started, when I decided to do the coaching program, it's more painful to stay where I am and not know, like not risk it and see what the reward could have been than to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Like, the fear is more expensive than the risk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still Gosh. sitting in that. <laughs> Ruby strangling me over here. That's <laughs> awesome. That's so good. Okay, cool. Thank you for sharing that. Um, anything else that you learned about Jesse along the way that you wanted to throw in on that? Um, so how about specifically, let's talk about desires, right? So I feel like um, growing up in a church world, you can get the message that like your the things that you want are not the things that the Lord wants. And sometimes that can be true. I'm not saying that's never true, but um, I've realized that I, so I, I have a job, I have an income right now, but it's not like, you know, doesn't make my heart sing. <laughs> um, so I'm grateful for it, but I was like, that's part of, of what I was like, I know there's something else, right? Like what, what's the work that you made me to do? Like, who am I? And, and what'd you put me here to do? So um, I realized, um, looking back now, I can see that like a year ago, I already knew what this desire was, but I was afraid to like really invest in anything in it because I was like, yeah, it's probably, it's not ministry. So it's probably not the Lord, <laughs> right? Like it's not, yeah. you know, being a preacher on stage. So he's probably not in that. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's showing me that he is like, wow. like, Hey, can you just please, um, let that be a thing? Because I want to show you where I am in that too. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Can you give us an example of ways, uh, some way that you found, like, it's not, this isn't profound stage ministry, whatever, but the Lord's in this. And I would not have assumed it because it doesn't fit the ministry mold that has been propagated in front of me my whole life that said this was godly. Examples of how he's in, how he's showing me that he's in it. Yeah. Any desires you found that you're like, yeah. Like letting he's, he's like, Hey, pay attention to the stuff that makes you excited. Like, what are you excited to do? Like what, you know, makes you, would make you like, oh my gosh, I wake up in the morning and I can't wait to do this. <laughs> like mm. that matters. That's not, mm. it's, you know, there's no like specific job titles that he approves of and disapproves of. Like, you know, he's going to, he's going to do what he's going to do with what's in me, where he puts me. 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. We found the, at least the copy from the Living Your Legend page. I wonder if this is the thing that got posted or not. Let's check it out. I'm going to read it. And let me interrupt me when you just, when you know either way, if this is the thing or not. So here we go. There's a little person inside of all of us who came into this world with superpowers and secrets. We all go through life and are influenced by people, environment, circumstances, and events that distract us from what we came here to do. We stopped looking to God for the answers and we allowed the world to tell us what was true about us. Little did we know this was one of the most effective ways to take us out of the game. This world cannot tell us who we are. It doesn't take us long to realize there's an enemy in the world actively seeking to sap. Are you going to interrupt me at some point? Or- no, it's so good. I just want you to. Do it. <laughs> That's it, though. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm halfway through this thing. And she just said it. Okay. This world cannot tell us who we are. It doesn't take us long to realize that there's an enemy in the world actively seeking to sabotage our journey. He intimidates us and scares us, making us think that we are small and powerless. He's the one who authors the smoke screens and lies that disconnect us from our purpose. He makes us forget about the legend with our name on it. The Living Your Legend coaching group is designed for those of us who are ready to take up the charge of being who we truly are and accomplishing our assignment in this life. Was that the thing or is that totally not the thing? No, that is the thing. And oh, it that, is. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. And I was like, yeah, what, like, what's here that, you know, I've not seen because other things have taken, whatever, other things are covering it up. Like, I don't want that. I want to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know. I read that. I'm like, man, I need a coach. I need to, I need to <laughs> someone needs to help me live my legend. What the heck? You are the coach. Awesome. <laughs> Listen, even coaches need coaches, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously. I've um yeah actually no i like that's i actually my sister is also one of the coaches on our NUMA team and she and i coach each other off and on every other week so like this next okay. week is my turn so she's gonna be coaching me so we actually coach each other regularly because we just are too aware of the yeah the benefit and the value of what this does so like you know you don't get to a point in your life at least i don't ever want to get to a point in my life where i've graduated to where now i don't need to develop or grow or continue to like <laughs> pursue the truth yeah I want to keep growing. I want to continue to maximize what is this person capable of, not just for the sake of productivity, but for paying tribute to who God is and what he's doing in this world and what he wants to release. And so there's stewardship to that. And I think coaching is a big part of how we can actually set ourselves up for success to harness that, right? Like if the resources or opportunities aren't available to us in our immediate environment, why would we not go seek out the support that would actually give us the power to be faithful. Yeah, it's like, important. Right, exactly. Yeah. So Jesse, I love that you've taken the time and the risk and the willingness to engage there and invest in yourself. And, you know, like, I think you're making the world a better place by investing in you and causing yourself to like, dial in and like commit and own the things that belong to you that God gave as a gift that you get to like harness and then give away to the world. You know, like, that's awesome. I kind of wish we can get your husband on the call and like let him, kind of share a little bit of his experience watching you go through this, you know, because I'm sure he'd have some cool stuff. She's insane. (laughs) (laughs) I always knew she was insane. And now that's just... We've confirmed, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's been great. (laughs) You're saying he would say that because he's witnessing your emotional process throughout? Yeah, I was telling Carly um, yesterday that I was talking to him and uh, he was like, you know, you used to talk to me all the time and you used to express your emotions all the time. And I don't know what happened. You just stopped. And so I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I was in this crap place and I had to get out of it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. That's Do been you- um, like my favorite part, I think, of the not the whole. This is like a new thing um, in this past week with my coaching call and the things that I can see coming up is that the Lord's like, would you please express yourself? Like, stop trying to be smaller or quiet 
or what you think people want you to be like just be you you're weird it's okay just be <laughs> <laughs> like you're weird and it's a good thing oh know? man i wanted to high five you for a second <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally i love that so that's interesting i wanted to ask you about that your husband's like hey you used to share your emotions with me you used to share your process and then you're saying somewhere along the way that stopped do you remember when and why um i was telling carly like i i think it's I was moving from like a really, um, I'm, and I'm not saying this to be like comparing anything or condemning anybody or whatever, but um, I moved from a really a church that had a lot of life-giving stuff going on into a new one. And um, just kind of like the atmosphere there was different and we were there for this period of time. And also I had two kids during that time. I think that has a lot to do with it. Like maybe that's, you know, false responsibility starts to come honest when you're a parent you're like oh I'm a responsible for people now I have to figure this whole life out like you know when you're a kid you think like my parents know everything they they got this stuff figured out and that's maybe that was part of it too but um yeah hmm. all of that totally. I'm sure there were other things yeah <laughs> yeah and I've heard from Mika especially like being a mom becoming a mom and learning how to like live with that new huge impacting twist has yeah. been a challenge, you know, like having to figure out not just like the practical side of raising another human being, but also like, what does it look like to still have friends in this process to yeah. still be like connected to your own emotions and your own experience and still honor your story? Cause you're spending so much of your energy and your concentrated time in your waking day yeah. devoted to supporting and serving someone else that you can kind of, it's impractical to pay attention to your own well being and keep pulse there. And did you experience that as well when you became one? Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's just like from day one, the journey of like letting go of control, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you like feel like, well, but I probably still have to keep some of it because, you know, I'm responsible for this person and how they turn out. And if they're halfway alive at the end of the day, it's up to me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. So I'm curious, obviously you've been in this for a few months now. You're still like, on the journey, I'm curious uh, at this point, and it's okay if you don't have an answer for this, but I'm curious if at this point, when you think about the future and like what's coming for Jesse and like what the Lord has in store for her and whatever else, do you have anything that you've discovered or connected to or like a hunch based on what has come up that you're like, I think this is coming. Or, I think this is down the road for me, or I think this has been here the whole time and I'm just now like recognizing it. Anything like that? You want me to tell you what I want to be? <laughs> Girl, yes, I want to hear that. So I, okay, background, I had a baby um, at home, my daughter, I birthed at home with a midwife, and my son was born in the hospital. And so that experience for me, having a midwife and just like going to hour long appointments where you sit and talk instead of six minute appointments where they run in and look at you and run out was like, it was life changing, really, it changed the way I viewed myself, like hmm. the value that I had for myself, because like, oh, wow, this is like an important process. And someone else is recognizing that, wow. that there's a lot of change happening here. Hmm. There's like a lot of like they would ask me, like, how are you? And we're not just checking on the baby. Like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Hmm. Hmm. And um, it was really empowering. So I think I knew then I was like, this would be a really cool thing to do but it's big and scary. Like, I'm not going to think about that. And I have a new baby. Like who thinks about anything except that you have a new baby. <laughs> I have to figure out how to sleep and eat. So um, <laughs> yeah, literally I remember Googling, can you die from sleep deprivation? Is that a thing? <laughs> I Googled that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I didn't die. I'm still here, but uh, I wonder I if like Google could potentially create 
some kind of profile for all of us and basically just give the timeline of our process based on what we've Googled along the way, right? <laughs> that would be maybe scary to see. But yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I'd want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> so anyways, that is, um, yeah, that's the thing that was in there. And I was like, I was listening to your podcast, The Sheep Hear My Voice and walking around the neighborhood. I like to walk and listen and nice. something just like, broke in me and I was like that's a real thing and I just have to let you know like oh my god I don't know what to do with this but I think I want to be a midwife <laughs> wow cool yeah I love that so like you get into this place where you got to allow yourself to want that to admit like this is coming up out and, of me and to admit that that's that's good enough like that in and of itself is a type of ministry wow believe it or not <laughs> yeah totally like, the Lord is all up in that process. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Wow. Okay, great. Well, we are coming to a close to our conversation, but Jesse, I want to give you a, a, some space. Is there something you would like to say to the world, to our audience, like people that are listening to this? And it doesn't even need, necessarily need to be about coaching or living your legend, but just about life in general. Is there anything, or it could be about living your legend, but something you want to say is like a charge or like a piece of advice or like something inspiring from your life. You're like, you guys need to know this. Like, is there something like that on, in your heart that you would want to share with everyone? Um, I think what what's coming to mind is like the things that you think are not like important or valid or good enough i guess like if the if they keep coming up pay attention to it because it's keeps coming up for a reason <laughs> mm. so you like pay attention to that yeah yeah into that nice love it it's awesome yeah you know we see this dynamic in the old testament where moses was walking around whatever in the, the the countryside of wherever he was and then he noticed that a bush was on fire and he's like what but the bush wasn't being consumed and so he turns it says he turns to observe this thing right and and then from that place, obviously his life changes. He encounters God for the first yeah. time and he gets his assignment and God, you know, and he has to wrestle through, oh, can I obey the Lord? Can I actually walk this out? Um, if he hadn't turned out of his curiosity and his desire to actually understand a thing. So obviously in his experience, it was something external, but for us, we have that same invitation to turn and observe this yeah. burning bush. Like, what is this? And as we actually draw to this thing and like give it the time of day to represent itself. It's crazy what happens with us and the Lord. Like, you know, there's an encounter there that can radically change our lives if we're willing to stop and look, you know, and like there is a moment of like a willful choice to turn and acknowledge this thing. And for some of us, it's scary to do that because we don't know what it's going to cost us. We don't know how it's going to change things. We don't know what's going to come out of it. We don't know what people are going to think, you know, if we admit this is here because a lot of that stuff we find is inside of us and it takes guts to do that. So Jesse, I want to commend you for being, for even choosing to be on this road, like for making that choice. That's commendable. Like that's something that not everyone in the world is willing to do. So first of all, congratulations for even just being willing to get in the ring. Like that takes guts. But then obviously along the way you are experiencing breakthrough and victory and like progress of you discovering things that have been true this whole time that for whatever reason you got dissuaded from, and now you're getting to repent and say, yes, like God cares about me. God cares about what I want. Yeah. God's with me in this. Like, I love that. So uh, congratulations on like winning in life. <laughs> congratulations on the midwifery. Am I saying that right? Midwifery. Midwifery. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. That's going to be recorded forever. Okay. <laughs> um, 
And thank you for being on here and for being willing to share your experience with us. Um, it's an honor for, listen, I have a unique experience to this. I'm honored that I'm getting to hear your experience and the breakthroughs that you're going through and what yeah. the gifts you're getting to receive from the Lord. Like that moment where you drove up to the river, was that this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this morning where you got to drive, drive to that river and remember the bookend of this where your first coaching session to now, yeah. the environment is so different outside, but the internal world has also changed. And like, that's, yeah. I love that you're getting to find the peace inside. That's so rewarding for me. Like that, <laughs> that in of itself is worth this conversation for me. Yeah. And thank you for doing the work for this to even be an option. Mm. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And so I want to say thank you for honoring this and like giving it your, your heart and your effort and actually applying yourself. Cause like living your legend isn't a magic pill. We don't just change people's lives. We give people opportunities to change their lives with the Lord. Right. And we come in to support and like help them. And so the fact that you're experiencing this is actually a, a tribute to the willingness and the faith that you've brought to the table and that you've been saying yes to like, that's awesome. So I so respect and appreciate your journey. Thank you for coming on here to share this with everyone. You guys, thanks for listening. Those of you who felt compelled, like Jesse felt, you feel something stirring inside you, you feel drawn, you can be part of living your legend as well. And you can meet Jesse and you, she gets to walk alongside you too, which this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like the invitation and how accessible this whole thing is. If you guys are interested, you can go to MikeMyashiro.com. I believe it's slash living dash your dash legend, or you can go to MikeMyashiro.com and then just click on coaching and find living your legend there. Um, but you guys can apply there. It's free to apply. You can check out the information there and then you know we'll respond. My team will get back to you and just give you the information you need. But we are very interested in continuing to like help people along the way say yes to what God's doing in their lives. So Jesse, I'm hoping Jesse's one of millions of people whose lives become what they're supposed to be because they're like applying themselves to say yes to God. They're turning to pay attention to that burning bush that's coming up from inside. There's like smoke coming out of their ears. Like what's going on? Let's look at this, right? So that invitation is sent, you guys. If you want to check this out, you want to like consider this might be for you. Again, MikeMyShare.com. Go to coaching, living your legend. Uh, yeah, okay. That concludes today's session. Jesse, you're awesome. I'm excited to continue to hear your journey. Maybe we're gonna have you on again down the road because you know your life just starts blowing up and the midwifery thing and every and all the other things that come out of this. Yeah. <laughs> so um no pressure, but we're all watching you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to figure it all out. <laughs> right. Now you need to know all the things. Good luck. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Obviously, we'd love it if you could um, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, uh, review. We'd love it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Listen, there's more where this came from. If you want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, check out MikeMyashiro.com.